0: BD BT five one. I'm trying to talk on like a robot because fucking technology just wants to fuck me around every single day, man. I think this is the third intro I've had where I've let off with my disdain and my hatred for uh, you know various computing softwares, hardware. Uh, fuck yeah. microchips. Uh, you know that's what that's what's in the vaccine. Yeah, they're, inje- they're injecting the microchip directly into your bloodstream. If you didn't know, um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, getting kind of sick of this again uh apologies to all of our listeners uh my my audio quality right when Jordan's picked up and you guys were like wow the budget for this podcast is going up Uh, (laughs) it's looking like the budget's about to go right out the fucking window because uh my microphone is not one to read anymore uh so I'm just rocking with whatever God's given me uh so very frustrating but Jordan uh any frustrating moments for you over the weekend
1: Oh no, no. I mean, uh, we were together, we were down in uh, Guelph. We mm-hmm. saw what's his name? Long Chung? Is that, is that yeah, his name? Yeah,
0: Long Chun, the the Guelph L- Long ha- spinning uh spinning speaker legend uh, for anyone who doesn't what a, know. Check him out on TikTok. It was would, would a great
1: uh, experience that it was. It would be my pleasure. <laughs> um, but frustrating moments? Uh no, but I I think the 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 time that I ate pizza sort of right in the middle of drinking. We all did mm-hmm, that that mm-hmm. The timing of that was a little frustrating in the end. I Had a little <laughs> uh, stomach issue there, but but I was good. Nothing came up. Um, and I was uh, happy by the end of the night. And uh, yeah, our host Alex, what a what a great what a great showing for his uh, for his birthday. It was a beautiful yep. show. <laughs> Went out with a bang. Us. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. No, so so overall, no, not too frustrating. Um, but uh, no, I feel for you, Matt. But also at the same time, you're coming through just just with the headphones. That was me for the longest time, but mm-hmm. like you know, once you get your issues sorted out, look how far we've come, man. That's true. You know, we, we we go back to, you know, just normal ass Zoom audio, and it, it sounds like <laughs> the Dark Ages. We're yeah. uh, we're moving up.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, and uh, you know, and uh, it, it, to 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 note, uh, we also the only drinking game that was played. Uh, on the uh the weekend fliegel and i took home the big dub so it wasn't even oh, we close Mop- yeah absolutely mopped the floor with everybody uh yep. so that was uh that was interesting uh you know maybe, maybe we got some kind of chemistry going here jordan uh <laughs> but uh you know the, let's kick the the podcast right off talk about a team that uh, seems like they've got some chemistry going but you know there's a little bit of uh some blurred lines out there uh you know we previewed it on friday's episode before his uh, debut uh james harden joel Embiid, in the philadelphia 76ers uh Back-to-back wins. Uh, you know that they, they, they just took the win over the uh, the New York Knicks in MSG on Sunday. Uh, and as much as they've looked great, and Harden has seemed to kind of be rejuvenated, like we were hoping to see from him. Man, yeah. the free throw line appearances are <laughs> insane, insane. Like James Harden's whole career is built on the the charity stripe, and Joel Embiid. You know he's uh, he's no stranger to it either, but. I'm pretty sure with the last two games I've gotten almost 60 free throw uh, attempts combined. Uh and I, yeah, I mean that's yeah. more than most teams.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought I saw a tweet uh it, it, that said, you know, it, I, I forget which game it was, but one of these first two games with uh, Harden and Embiid, they attempted combined 48 free throws in a first half. Yeah. I don't know which which of the games it was, but it's it's insane. Like uh, they, they they're there's their free throw uh soulmates, man like uh and yeah. m- m- especially this year too and m- getting to the line so much because p- you know people do, do have no idea what to do with him down there mm-hmm. um and then you know harden's getting back back to kind of doing his thing too i mean i think things are op- a little bit more open for james harden than they were in brooklyn especially when you know he m- much of this season he was playing either without Kyrie or kd um mm-hmm. and uh, you know he didn't have that much space around him to actually get in there. We were really critical of him not getting to the free throw line, but you know, he's showing now on a kind of more well-rounded team um, with more talent and um, you know generally speaking when when you got an Embiid out there um that you know he can get to the free throw line too uh just like we saw him do in Houston for for you know many many years so uh it's 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 going to be crazy i don't know how long they can keep doing this but also on tw- the in the twitter sphere people pretty frustrated um that we just have to watch you know what doesn't even really seem like basketball sometimes no. the amount of times they, they get to the free throw line
0: well again Joel Embiid uh, against the next 37 points on 7 made shots Uh, he had, uh, 37, uh, pardon me, 27 free throw attempts, uh, and hit 23 of them. Uh, and James Harden chipped in, you know, 10 for 10 on his end. So, I mean, 37 free throw attempts just for those two, uh, in one game. Uh, because again, and I don't want this to be a complete takeaway of their abilities and everything. Cause I mean, they have been, uh, like they look strong. They've had some good chemistry. They've had a couple nice plays, uh, you know, working together, even, uh, you know, a lot of people said James Harden probably wouldn't give the ball to anybody other than, uh, than than Embiid, but that's that hasn't been the case either. Uh, you yeah, know, he's really been he's had a couple of nice dimes already in these couple games, and he seemed like twice the player that Brooklyn was getting uh, early yeah. on in the oh, season. Yeah. So, I I mean, I I one of the things with this just to finish up on this free throw talk, like Embiid is such a force down low, and sometimes yeah he gets whacked, he gets like very like tic tac calls. Like I know it's a star yeah. call in the end of the day, but he gets like bailed out. Uh, like you're a big frame, I think you should have to play through that. Like I mean, again, maybe we're because we're homers, but I mean, if you watch a, a Raptors game, Pascal Siakam takes just as much, if not more, contact. LeBron James takes more yeah. contact uh, than Joel Embiid, and they don't get the, the 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 charity stripe call. I don't really know what the what, what the criteria is there that uh, you know some of these guys aren't be able to get to the line, and then you know guys like Harden and Embiid, um, you know you pretty much you do a Lance Stevenson blow on their ear, and you're getting a flagrant one
1: yeah yeah no it's uh it's like when when you look at like big guys like that I mean and I'm sure Doc Rivers is always in you know the the ears of like the media and and and, you you know the obviously the refs during the games and stuff like that like trying to you know pull for his guy talking about how big guys you know get get destroyed down low and and don't get the same calls but I agree with Embiid like he's got so much kind of like finesse to his game he's not that much, even though he can do it and you you kind of see him do it sometimes, he's not really like a bruiser himself who goes in there and will like, like he, he kind of, he backs guys down, but I think he's just as comfortable kind of, you know, doing one kind of back down push and then like spinning out of it for a jump shot or something. He's, he's, he's not like, uh, uh he's built like Shaq, but he doesn't always play like Shaq. And yeah, so, you yeah. know, he he's not getting like clobbered out there, you know, every every play. Like, I don't think he's getting any sort of egregious contact. Also because he's so much bigger than most of the guys mm-hmm. he's playing against. He's not like there's, there's uh, you know, a whole bunch of seven footers built like him that he has to go up against. So for sure. I agree. He, he does get a lot of uh, sort of tic-tac, tic-tac, uh calls you know throughout the game um that uh you know it's definitely a star call but that's that, that that's the way it goes i mean y- you got to give it to him too like the the sort of emphasis the beginning of this year on officiating and the calls that are going to be made like he's he's crafty like at getting these calls yeah. like he's like a james harden uh in in big form um kind of that that we've been seeing develop before our eyes in terms of the skill of getting to the free throw line and and also the step uh, as, back and then step up. Yeah, I know they're just going to become the same, the same player. Um, gonna, but, jo- Joel uh, can
0: grow a nice beard. Let's
1: see it extend. Yeah, why not? Oh man, that would look so funny. Oh my god. And <laughs> yeah, like James Harden's only skill on defense too is post defense. So yeah, I mean so there you go. They've, they've been this. there been the same all this this whole time. But uh, like the 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 free throw thing like as annoying as it is to watch like that's that's killer in the playoffs if you got two guys who can do that just you know that that's an offense all onto itself if for you got sure guys who can get to the line obviously you know the, the calls will be different the playoff defenses will be different but just just in general man like uh, James Harden's looked so good uh, on this team and and the Sixers in general uh, as a as a group have looked insanely good it's, yeah it's kind of scary but I know this is the honeymoon period I don't know how real we can say this is. Like, I think I'll be more interested when they hit some sort of, you know, adversity at some point, if they lose a game or two in a row. Um, And, uh, you know, James Harden, we'll see if he seems frustrated, if Embiid seems frustrated with him at any point. Because right now, like, there's literally nothing to be upset about. It's just all, you know, everyone's rolling. James Harden's like, you know, finding Embiid on the pick and roll and, you know, uh, doing the little finger guns. He's in the best mood he can be in. But uh, we saw him like that in Brooklyn when he first got there, so we'll we'll see how long this lasts.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I I think that it's gonna come down to once we finally see like a bad game or a bad loss. because uh, yeah. so far, Jake James Harden and Embiid have both put up like monster performances in those uh, two uh those two games that Harden's been part of the team. Uh, but that's not gonna last forever. Everybody knows that. Um. And once that happens, then we'll kind of be able to see what their real weaknesses are. Uh, I also, you know, I think that they've got to kind of play a team that's going to really give them a run for their money. Uh, you know, the Knicks, definitely not that team. Uh, and, and the Timberwolves, you know, that, I thought that would be a lot closer of a matchup than it ended up being uh yeah, but they're on they, a
1: back-to-back i think the timberwolves there was a yeah
0: so but, but really it was a schedule loss yeah it wasn't a, a great uh it wasn't a, a great showing for them but like you know yeah. I, I think when they you know uh, just to try and pull up their uh, their upcoming schedule to check out who they're going to be playing like i mean uh they, they're coming down the like you know we're on the tail end of the season now uh, so that you're you're gonna be playing like uh you know on 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 Friday night they're gonna be playing the Cavs followed right on a back to back against the Miami Heat and then they're playing the Bulls Monday and then that uh, huge uh, everybody has, should have it circled uh you know Ben Simmons possible revenge game on uh the tenth uh yeah. versus the Nets uh and that'll be in Philly as well so I really hope that yeah. I uh but be, you know you uh just to touch on it quickly you know Simmons apparently now with back issues back strain so I don't know we'll see but uh. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's the is.
1: that's the Westbrook injury. When you, I heard yeah, when you sit yeah. too long, you uh, you get a back injury. I'm gonna hey. get one soon. Actually, I'm feeling a little tight. Honestly, honestly, you
0: know I'll, I'll buff you out if you want.
1: Okay, sure. Nice, yeah. nice, that's very good. good.
0: Um, but yeah, I think that once they you know they finally have a tough loss or a uh, just some kind of adversity, as he said. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. I think that's really going to be a, a a good test for them. Uh, even against the Knicks, you know, it was somewhat close up until uh, the like the late third quarter, and then the you know they started yeah. to really just run away with it. Uh, you know, Evan Fournier, I was telling you on the bus, I was watching the game. Uh, in the first half, you know he was he was, he was doing his thing. He had one of those Fournier games where it looked like everything was gonna gonna hit for him. Uh, yep. But besides that, the Knicks looked like shit. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> bing bong. Yeah, bing bong, brother. Uh, yeah, uh I'm definitely I'm big on the Seventy Sixers right now, but we just haven't yeah. seen enough of it. Um, but I mean, after two games, I mean, this is a if you're a Seventy Sixers fan, this has gone as perfectly as you could have imagined and more.
1: Well, man, like I, I was just thinking yesterday, just just watching James Harden go to work, um, and have another, you know, pretty incredible stat line. Like both of these games have been good, like not just scoring, um, but you know, distributing, uh, and and rebounding as well. Like he's got near triple doubles. Yeah. Um, did he get a real triple yep. double in, in the next game? Yeah, sixteen so, yeah. and ten, I think. So you know he's he's back to doing James Harden things, and I'm like, somehow th- this year we all kind of and and it's it's deservingly so but we all kind of think of James Harden as not James Harden anymore but mm-hmm. like if you if we had said before this season started that James Harden and Joel Embiid would, would would be on the same team like i think a lot of people just with that info would have been like oh they they, they can win the championship that like they can be my favorite like sure. those two yeah. guys especially if you knew that Joel Embiid was going to have this basically full healthy season um cuz that's not always guaranteed for him but like just watching them, I'm like, yeah, Daryl Morey really did pull this off. Uh, he 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 did uh, listen to me. I know he's listening to the <laughs> yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. Uh, every week. He he did, uh, you know, at the at the final hour, basically pull the trigger. Um, he he's not wasting this, you know, Embiid prime here, and he got probably the The best guy realistically available out there. I mean, like we talked about Dame for for months and months, but um, you know, with the season he was having, uh, and and literally the fact that he's out now. Obviously, mm-hmm. you'd rather have Harden. Um, and same with like even a guy like Beal, who jo- Joel Embiid. I, we got more information about that. I was listening to the Ben Simmons podcast. Ben Simmons. <laughs> podcast. I listen Simmons to that. Friday. Yeah, they give me that. Please, Ben, just do a tell all. Come on, man. Yeah. but no, Bill, Bill uh, Simmons had some some. I guess sort of sort of insider info just that um you know Joel Embiid was the one pushing for Beal uh like really hard right up to the deadline which was part of the reason why it kind of got uh you know happened later than I think people were expecting the 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 ultimate deal you know between the Nets and the Sixers but um you know uh, the the fact that Joel Embiid wanted Beal like kind of I think signaled a little bit what we were talking about was that you know he'd be happy to play with Harden but probably you know not his first choice like his 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 number 1 just cuz he yeah. you know he 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 knows what's happened and you know the things that have followed James Harden in the past but you you get him there now and you know despite all of his struggles earlier in the year it's still James fucking Harden like yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an MVP and and you have uh, j- like th- that's all the information uh, that i need now like i like i said to you before this you know uh james harden's debut actually happened i just wanted to see and and harden even in like one or two games just work well together like i just wanted to see it with my own eyes huh? and they've done it now in both games and it hasn't even been a question and i'm like who who the hell wants to face these guys in the playoffs like my like the, the that sort of physical force matched with uh, a, a perimeter guy who can get everybody else involved, um, you know, and drop 30, uh, at any given time. That's if James Harden can, you know, get his head out of, uh, out of his ass in the playoffs. somehow, sure, Cause yeah. he's, he's been one of the worst playoff performers we've ever seen. Um, you Depends know, and, uh, how good the
0: strip clubs are where uh, wherever they're <laughs> playing. that's true.
1: And, and yeah, if, if the series is already pretty much over, then James Harden's going to be great. But you know, if it's, if it's tight, uh, if it's a, uh, you know, a contentious game or something, uh, just you know, watch out. we'll we'll see if Joel Embiid can carry him in those games, or how that dynamic's gonna work. But uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's scary, and yeah, Daryl Morey. Maybe maybe he was a genius this whole time. Maybe uh, maybe he didn't deserve any of that uh, you know flack that he got because he still got James fucking Harden in the end. He got his guy.
0: It's the mad scientist, and he's just gonna <laughs> find a way to can create the exact same situations for James Harden over and over again, but like little yeah. tweaks. Just uh, yeah. yeah, he loves James Harden. When James Harden retires, Daryl Morey will step down. Uh, oh yeah. But uh, you know we were talking about teams that are going to be you know formidable and a little bit uh, insane to play against in the uh, the playoffs. The Los Angeles Lakers, uh, a team that you know, I think whenever we talk <laughs> with them on the podcast, we're just roasting them, and so we're gonna try to be as nice as we possibly can in the situation, uh, with all things considered. Um, yeah. But I honestly, Jordan, right now, if you had to ask me the percentage that like I think like they're gonna make the playoffs, I'm like 50 uh, yeah.
1: yeah. Which,
0: which like for any of those like in teams, you know, you would think oh that's that's not horrible, but I mean when you have LeBron James and Russell Westbrook and technically Anthony Davis, uh, you know, you would think that's better um but again so we were gradually just going to talk about that absolute collapse briefly we were going to talk about it uh, just for a little bit at the end of the podcast uh, against i guess the clippers on friday uh yeah. and then they say actually you know what hey boys uh, we want a little bit more play uh how, <laughs> how, how does a uh, how does a, a 27 point or 28 point pardon me blowout against the new orleans pelicans at home in the <laughs> in the crypto.com uh arena Like I'm, I I seriously, like LeBron did his thing. He dropped 32, but it's like, what, what are they doing? Like, what is wrong over there? And I think one of the biggest, like, I mean, in this case, he didn't even get there. Like they were just schlacked. That's, that's the schlacking. It's been a while since I've had a schlacking. I know you've had a couple, but, uh, this, this, this was a, (laughs) a, an absolutely embarrassing performance for them. I mean, 27 and 33 is like horrible. It's absolutely horrible. Um and uh, you know what what with that Friday game my biggest you know just to go from there and then maybe we can touch a little bit more on the Pelicans but that Friday yeah. game against the Clippers I said it uh, I I don't know three months ago uh, Frank Vogel not that guy yeah like yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing keeping this guy around uh as I said championship teams like that you don't need to you know pay in them back you don't owe them anything it's still business yeah. like you trade yeah. players just the same. That yeah get let go of the coach cause he can't draw a late game situation he
1: can't. I- like I know, I, yeah he's he's not the most offensive like he's not a gifted offensive minded coach I no think.
0: they need to get somebody in there to get the x's and o's hands because like that last play was literally just lebron dribble 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 not doing any not doing anything and then he kind of stepped in didn't want to shoot passes up to carmelo and it was like <laughs> bruh, like for real this is the shot you're getting up and then they still had another chance before and like lebron got an okay look in the corner but it was like yeah eight tenths of the second it was a
1: he was fading. Oh, like, it wasn't a
0: great shot. It's it's like exhausting to talk about these same issues over and over and over and over and over and again. The only reason that we are having to is because this team has so many expectations. And it's the LeBron James team. So again, I'm sure yeah. people are getting a little bit sick of it. But I mean, this team shouldn't be beating you uh, by this margin. I mean, Brandon Ingram only had 19 points. He was five and eight. GJ McCollum 22, five and eight. Uh, like you're letting, that's, you're that's letting Tony biggest... Snell
1: drop nine and six well that that's one of the biggest problems is these other teams aren't even having that great of a game like these other teams that are beating the lakers right now are just having pretty average games like no one's going off like crazy really like even in that clippers game it's not like uh you know it was pretty balanced scoring across the board um but it it doesn't matter like almost anything can happen you don't even have to play a perfect game like that that's that's the thing about the the lakers that i think even maybe some you know casual fans maybe don't don't Quite understand is that they're bad like they're straight yeah. up bad like yeah. they're not a good team um and that's why it's like semi-surprising when they lose like but it's it, it shouldn't be like that they, they're 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 just not good and uh russell westbrook is still sh- like he, he's still shooting the ball when we i think he went five for 15 yep Yep. against the pelicans shot like shit against the clippers too um uh and what what was he here because i always i always like to to see, yeah minus 26 russell westbrook was sounds um, about right. you know in the pluff minus you know seven turnovers um missed a free throw missed both of his threes um and like literally if if your second leading scorer after that you know lebron then russ and then carmelo off the bench like it's it's so sad like it's so also shooting under 50 percent it's it's such a it's 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 kind of I'm getting the same feeling now that I got in those sort of late Kobe years when Kobe wasn't even playing and you had like Robert Sacre out there and Tariq Black and and freaking uh D'Lo for that little bit and Randall and all those guys like Wayne Ellington same, the like, first time Ellington, that same feeling of these these Lakers teams who somehow people sort of expect to win some games and and same even when you know when kobe would be a part of that group he'd try and like will them to yeah. these these wins he'd have you know some big games he'd win sometimes you know and you know the the, the crowd would get into it and what have you but like they would still get get uh, their asses kicked on most nights um and it's it's happening again which is which is fucking insane to say um but yeah. uh it's it's ridiculous. Like to to look at the fucking. They were down by thirty at the end of the third quarter last night. Yeah. yeah. and I'm like, what the hell are you guys doing? You had sixty five points. Like they can't score the fucking ball and they can't defend worth a lick without Anthony Davis. And unfortunately, like if 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 the the amount they were losing was an Anthony Davis sized hole, I'd be like, okay, maybe they'll be fine. But this is like three Anthony Davises. Yeah. yeah of you yeah. know, production. Like he's not getting
0: them the win either.
1: No, exactly. So it's. I, I don't know, man. Uh, I do agree. It's a, it's, it's exhausting. It's kind of crazy that we just keep bringing them up, but you know, that, that we, you kind of have to, uh, cause you know, as for as long as LeBron's in the league, um, and you know, tr- his expectations and, and all of our expectations are, you know, that he's going to somehow, uh, get his team through the playoffs and, you know, into the finals. Cause that's been the story of his entire career. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I don't see how he's going to do it this time. Like, it's finally like an insurmountable kind of mountain in my head. Like, they, they they might not get out of the play-in. Like, it's looking like they'll play the Clippers more than likely in the fucking play-in. Um, and, uh, you know, depending on how thing, things shake out. And the, the Clippers have their number. The Clippers seem to beat them every time yep, they fucking play. Yep. Them. Like, I I don't know. It's They've it's, got the
0: good veterans. The, the Lakers it, are the bad it, veterans.
1: Yeah, and and I I think we're gonna maybe look back on this once this is all over and be like, wait, why didn't we call this Lakers season way sooner? All the signs are there. Yeah. Um. But you know, that's the respect we give to LeBron. But even even now, like giving him all the respect you can possibly give, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. There's there's only like twenty some games yeah. left. You guys are, <laughs> you guys are are yeah losing by thirty to the Pelicans. Like, unbelievable. It's uh it's really something to watch. And I I think this this. I, yeah if, if i had to bet like whether or not they're going to make it out of the play-in, uh or or not like right now I, I i might i might say no yeah i might say no
0: well well as it stands right now again every game really matters right now uh you know yeah. 20 games left and the back... and their
1: schedule is tough man. oh yeah like they, yeah. they don't have an easy schedule the rest of the way it's <laughs> well and their their back-to-back losses we
0: just said the clippers and the pelicans the two teams that are kind of it's like they're they're sandwiched exactly. by in that standings. Yeah, you know, the Clippers being eight right now, then the Lakers, and then the uh, the Pelicans right now have uh, uh they're sitting two and a half games back behind the the Lakers. So I mean, they could catch them at this point. Yeah. Like if you're gonna yeah. lose those games, those are the ones that really hurts. Like if you're if you're gonna lose to the Jazz or the Warriors or the Suns, you know that's okay. That's not really gonna affect you as much. But when you're losing yeah. to the teams that are chasing you slash you're chasing, then yeah. that's what fucks your whole season up. Uh, And, you know, maybe this is something that we should like, I don't know, is there like a super team curse placed on uh, the Lakers? Because, you know, like, I mean, the Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, uh, Kobe, uh, Metal World Peace and Pau Gasol, that that all went to shit. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call the Anthony Davis like the the Disney uh, Lakers. Uh, a, a title team, I wouldn't call that a super team either. You know, it was really just the two top dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, then they make that trade for Westbrook and they kind of go in and people think, Oh, this is going to be uh, such a deep veteran team or whatever. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, Nope, actually shit. Maybe just sneak into the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's going to be an, uh, it's going to be an ugly finish. I think no matter what uh, it'll be uh, an entertaining finish. I think <laughs> yes. it's going to be the, the flames are going to soar. It's going to, it's going to reach new heights. Uh, I know he won't, but, man, would I kill for LeBron to sound off on someone. Just oh, go and rip someone. I don't care if it's Russ. I don't care if it's AD, management. Because Okay, Bo-bo. to speak about the management, what the hell is this report that, you know, Rich Paul and Clutch sat down with, uh, you know, the like, uh, Pl- Plinkas and Jeannie Bus and saying, oh, uh, no, LeBron doesn't want to leave. He wants to stay in Los Angeles and win a championship. Like, it's fine. And it's like... That you you. Uh, whenever I see reports like this, I'm like, I don't give a fuck because the chances of it being like, like I I believe that the meeting happened and that he said yeah. that, but I don't believe that that was actual meaning. Like I think he just did yeah. it for the sake of saying it because why why would LeBron want to stay? Where what are the what is the incentive to him to actually when it comes to playing for the Lakers? You take away geographical and external factors from it. He has yeah. No, there's no. nothing. There's no future. No, he has no like superstar teammate really because Anthony Davis has probably played as much as Kyrie has at this point in the yeah. year. Uh <laughs> and you have got Russell Westbrook, who again is probably like a a sub five hundred point guard at this point. Like you know, like he's he's not he's if you take all the starting point guards in the league, I wouldn't put him in my top fifteen based on the season alone. And I think if you do, then yeah. you're a fool. Um, yes. So it's it, we're just kind of. Like what? Where is this hope and optimism that a uh, thirty-seven, soon to be thirty-eight, LeBron is going to want to be like? Nope. This situation this year was totally fine. Uh, like there was no reason for this season to be a washout for them. There really
1: wasn't. Yeah. No. No. And like I, I just he also doesn't owe the Lakers anything. Like he, Hell no. he got yeah. them a championship. Um. You know. Even when you're talking about the fans and and to be honest, like. I, I... I don't know. I I think especially with the timing, um, you know, uh, uh, as unfortunate as it was, you know, like with with Kobe passing away, which was, you know, kind of brought all the Lakers as an organization together. And, um, you know, that that was uh, I guess that was oh, that that was after LeBron uh, made the move over to the Lakers. But like just in general, I think the fans haven't. Like, it's still Kobe's town. I think it, it will be Always, for a long, yeah. long time. Like, yeah. I, I, and I think there are a lot of, like, even Lakers fans who don't really accept LeBron fully, like, as a Laker. Like, well, I man, th- they
0: think they used to, de- they were all, before they won the title, I mean, you were desecrating the Kobe, the, the Kobe, the LeBron James mural. Like, they didn't, they, they, they were like, they they, they didn't like that they even had LeBron impeaching on, uh, kind of Kobe's exactly. legacy. Like, at the NBA 75 ceremony, they took a photo of, like, the greatest Lakers. And they yep. they left a space for Kobe, which was, was awesome. I love that. Uh yep, yep. but like when I saw LeBron was in that photo, I'm like, Really? Like does that count? <laughs> I'm like, Yeah, he won them a title, but like he's probably only gonna be there for four years. It's the same thing with like I guess the Heat, you know? Like LeBron's technically one of the best Heat players ever, even though he was yeah. only there for a couple of seasons, but I mean two titles, four finals appearances.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know it's tough. It's tough when you're only there for a little bit. I think Miami's a little bit different because, you know uh he he goes and and teams up with d wade like that would have been like if you know would have been a little bit different i think if lebron this obviously never would have happened but if lebron went and teamed up with kobe and you know they Mm -hmm. won a championship together or something like that but like um just yeah (laughs) but like just in in general in terms of like lebron because lebron even came out and said i want to be with the purple and gold for as long as i can play yada, yada yada i'm like you just said you wanted to play with Brawny. What, what yeah. are you talking yeah. about? What I mean, is is this your master plan, LeBron, to actually... You're like, okay, we're going to get Westbrook. The Lakers are going to be so bad for so long that we're, we're, we're going to get the, you know, <laughs> the, the, whatever the mid-fucking-first-round pick to, to get Brawny when it finally comes to it. And then, you know, we're neither of us are going to have to leave LA. Like, I, he's a I don't know. like he's a mastermind. He's, he's, he's always been ahead of the game, man. But like, I I don't, I don't know why LeBron had to say that. And it's true. Like, I I don't think he owes anything to LA. I don't think anyone would be that mad if he sort of, you know, signaled whenever he negotiates his next contract or whatever, you know, that he, he's going to be preparing to leave. Like he he came, he got them the championship. Um, the, the, It's not like they were having this crazy winning culture before he came. Like, I don't think anyone's mad that he came mm-hmm. um, because whatever comes out of, you know, the ashes of this kind of uh, team, which yeah. is always tough after you have a LeBron team. Cause he just, he demands every asset you have right now. Can't theory. really you you can't really look towards the or the 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 future and have LeBron at the same time. Yeah. It doesn't work. So, you know, once once he does leave, whether that's by going somewhere else or or straight up retiring, um, it's gonna be like it's gonna take some time for the Lakers to get back on their feet as an organization. Um, which for them is probably just gonna be trying to find whatever the next star is because they don't yeah, really yeah. run themselves like a proper organization, but, um. But like, like, yeah, I, I just don't see why he needs to, you know, posture like this and say, oh, I'm going to be here forever or whatever. Like, it's, it's I, all politics, I, I think maybe. he's I think he's within his rights. It's totally fine. I don't think anyone even in the Lakers kind of fandom would be mad if he you know didn't say that yeah. the, 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 that stuff. But I don't know. And, and even like a little bit before that, the Lakers were probably going to have kind of uh, something came out that the Lakers were gonna sort of keep the same core that they have this year next year like they weren't looking to sort of move any major players whether that's Westbrook or, or AD or, or LeBron and I'm like man this is uh this doesn't make any sense no no this is stupid
0: well and it's again it's funny like just to, to wrap it up you know people are starting shit on LeBron for you know doing that for you going in somewhere and then just like clearing house re- destroying all future assets to to win now but it's like yeah okay but when you sign the braun that's kind of what you agree to and yes. every single no, yeah, time he's gone to a new team they've won a championship so it's yeah, like yeah you, it's ban- not,
1: you can't complain about it yeah. but like ban- it's, ban- it's, ban- it's the after- forever.
0: Yeah. i mean they, yeah. they, they, in 20 years from now you're not going to be complaining that you were a shitty team for three seasons you're going to be like oh nba champions 2020 so who cares yeah uh it's yeah. going to be a uh going to be an interesting uh thing uh to watch and monitor in uh, los angeles i mean it's a uh, it's always interesting in la la land so we'll uh, we'll see yeah. how it keeps going there um in a in a crazy turn of events here uh the Dallas Mavericks coming back down uh they were uh, down 20 plus during the game 19 point deficit going into that fourth quarter uh but yep. Luka Doncic uh they uh, they really they really showed out they balled out and they were able to come back against the Steph Curry led uh, Warriors on uh, on the game where he hit that uh, little crazy sequence that people were absolutely like just like creaming their pants uh watching <laughs> him doing his little shooting routine, uh which yeah. was impressive, but it's like
1: it was i well, don't... I, could, I do that every time I step on the court, yeah, exactly. Seen it yeah. Many
0: exactly that's why I was thinking. I was like this guy's stealing Jordan shine. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. But I, well also I was just like it's a pregame highlight. I don't give a fuck. I, I know. don't I didn't I know. care. I really like I didn't <laughs> care when he stole uh Monte Ellis's uh, uh tunnel shot. I didn't From the just, tunnel, yeah. yeah I no, didn't I, I didn't care when you know like guys threw down like their crazy dunks in warm ups. Like I don't care. I don't I well, don't give qu- a shit. Well just
1: quick quick tangent, like, have you heard all this stuff going around with how Steph is pissed that people say, oh, you ruined the game, like, like, have you seen that? Like, I think it was, I forget which podcast he was, I think it was maybe with Quentin Richardson, uh, okay. or somebody like that, Not quite but like, ahead. he's, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm i pretty sure, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the one, but he was, he was talking about how people come up to him all the time and say, "Oh man, you you ruined the game," or like on on uh, you know comments online and stuff like that. Just that uh, he's sort of paved the way for these young like kids learning basketball just to take these ridiculous like sure yeah uh, yeah threes not really work on any other parts of their game but or grown ass. You know, dribble, dribble down and play and pick grown out. up <laughs> yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and and Steph gets really mad about it, but I'm like. Steph, it can be, it can be true that you, you've kind of been a reason why this has happened to all of us, you know, just trying to play a fun pickup game. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, especially the development of young kids, which I don't think has been bad. Like, I think he's helped a lot of kind of skinnier kids be like, okay, I can actually succeed sure, yeah, uh, you yeah, know, in yeah. playing basketball too. But like, you can be the cause of that. No one's saying it's really like, I don't think anyone should be saying it's your fault because you're one of the greatest players ever Mm -hmm. and you you didn't do anything wrong in your style of play. But like even this sort of culture of like you're saying, like being really like, uh, you know, wowed by these like pregame sort of rituals and any sort of any long distance Shooting or any weird kind of like out of the ordinary shot steph curry takes in game in a driveway no matter what people just lose their their fucking minds um and it's like yeah let's let's kind of let's remember this is about the on-court product guys you know and it's funny that the warriors go on to lose uh you know at the end of the day here but yeah i'm with you it's uh people just go crazy for it but he's the greatest shooter ever um and uh you know that's uh, people love it people love it but yeah. uh it, it is it, it definitely has changed the game like i think we've literally noticed a difference in in how people play um and you know what what people value in terms of like these like long bomb kind of shots like it never really used to be like that but no, uh, no. he he definitely did change the game not saying it's his fault but um own it Steph because because you, you did man you 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 convinced a lot of kids that all they have to do is step over half court and just launch it
0: yeah it was like uh, Kyrie Irving uh, Steph Curry and me you know we we revolutionized the uh, the flashy handles in games uh, some of yeah, us some of yeah. us demonstrated it better than others uh yep. <laughs> but the uh the uh, to, to go back under the focus of the game though you know uh, the Dallas Mavericks a, a crazy comeback performance against the Warriors yes. Um, you know, Luka Doncic doing his thing, 34 and 11. Only two assists, though, which is kind of shocking, speaking that the team he plays with right now is just based around shooters surrounding him. Uh, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, the, the the guy that they got in return for Chris Dops, had a great game, probably his best game as a Maverick so far, 24-5 and, uh, and 4, pardon me. Uh, and, and even Davis Bertons, you know, he didn't shoot that well, but, you know, he, he chipped in seven points. Uh, and Reggie Bullock. A guy who has really struggled Finally. this year. Finally, you yep. know, in that starting lineup, he's kind of you know probably getting a little bit of that Luca rub. You know what I mean? Uh, he's yep. uh, he's getting uh, some a lot of help there. Uh, not not the strongest performance from you know, Powell or Brunson, but uh, you know just riding on the back of uh, Luca and then the the chipped in effort from Dinwiddie. I mean that that's really helped yep. him. And I think that's also the perfect role for Dinwiddie. You know, just coming off the bench that six. Yes, man. I think
1: that's better. He's yeah. not a
0: starter guy. I think that it's it's kind of like you can't make Jamal Crawford or. Uh, you know, Lou Williams, a starter, like he can finish game yeah. for you, but he just, it works better off the bench. Uh, yeah. and, and again, Steph didn't play objectively bad, 27 and 10, uh, you know, could shut the rock a little bit better. My boy Wiggins, come on, man, you're an all-star. You gotta be come doing on, Lee, a little you, bit more Come on, you're a starter, man. Uh, but the other, the, the biggest takeaway for me, and I know it's been talked about by a lot of people, and I think, you know, we spoke about it a little bit right when it first happened, but, uh, this Warriors team is not legit without Draymond uh and i think this was like a great example of it because if you have draymond out there guarding luca this is probably a, a mute point game. Uh, the the Warriors probably steadily win this, and uh, this. Come- and also
1: no, also no clay mm-hmm. with the Warriors. Too. No, no clay. Um, yeah. Which, which I I didn't even know. It, he, he's it's it's not an injury, is it? Did do you know what happened?
0: Uh, I think it's just something uh, small. I think it's just. Oh uh, no, sorry. Pardon me. Yeah. He's sick. He's sick. It's not. Oh, uh, that's okay. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, not, okay. I don't think I it's it COVID, but it's he's got some kind of an illness.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, go on, Matt, with what you're saying about Draymond.
0: Oh, I just mean you know when you watch them play, there's no yeah, there's yeah. no real defender out there. I mean Andrew Wiggins probably or Gary Payton probably your best defender right now. I mean Otto Porter yep. is not a horrible defender. Kaminga is very athletic and long, but he still yes. he's still so raw. Uh, and, and Kavon Looney's too small to really do too much down low. Uh, defensively, so it's it's looking like like, like and people hate to say it because nobody really likes them unless you're a Warriors fan, but you know you have to respect him. And we've said this for years. Draymond is probably like the most one of the most vital pieces of this Warriors team for what he yes. does defensively, for sure. But I mean, just even playmaking for uh, yep. the team as well. I mean, it's longer and longer as we go. I'm like, man, did Draymond get snubbed off NBA 75? Like, I mean, if Rodman's up there, I mean, obviously Rodman, you know, uh, one of the best rebounders of all time. But I mean, I'm just for when you're talking about total basketball skill and accolades. I mean. Draymond's yeah. one of the best defenders, boot games ever seen, as well as yep. being a playmaker, and on one of the best dynasties of all time. So it's like, I, I, I really do think Draymond should get a lot more love. Like, I think if this was a top
1: 100 players ever, I think Draymond probably cracks it. To be honest. Well, he he just came out. Uh, I and again, I don't know which podcast it was. I, I think he might have his own podcast. Uh, yeah, he, I, does. I he does. Yep. I Yeah. I and so it might have been on there, but I forget who he was talking to. But he. He said he was kind of ticked off about the whole, you know, 2016 when he got suspended. Um, you know, f- for uh, for game five, but yeah. he he came back. or Was it game five or game six? I don't game remember. six, he, I believe, he was suspended. He, right. So so he gets suspended. But he, he he comes back. He plays in game seven and has a, a, a I believe a triple double. Like he was he was up there and he scored thirty plus points. He was having the game of his fucking life uh, in that game seven. Uh, but you know you know obviously Kyrie hits the shot. LeBron uh, you know blocks Iguodala and the, the Cavs go on to win that series but uh, you know I, and I, he said this and I think he's right if the Warriors win I think he probably gets finals MVP because he was having an incredible uh, it, you know yeah. series it would have been close because again Steph was having another one of those um, you know it's it kind of hard to judge series where he doesn't play to his same level but he's still incredible and still you know Probably the biggest reason why the Warriors, you know, win the majority of their games, even in that that final series. But, um, you know, it's 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 tough too because you know when when someone doesn't quite play to the level they, they, that you expect, uh, you 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 kind of look somewhere else. That's what happened with Iguodala, and I think it might have happened again with with um, uh you know Draymond Green. And you know he 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 said you know good luck leaving me off the top seventy five. Then you know if I if I win that Finals MVP plus all my other you know all-star appearances all nba um you know all all defense um it's uh, it, it would have been tough and and I agree and I, I think th- I think it's true I think mm-hmm. uh he's more way more important to these uh you know every single iteration of the these warrior teams uh that have been you know dynastic one of some of the best teams we've seen I think without him I, I don't know if they win any uh like it's it's no, it's yeah, so yeah. tough cuz cuz the the greatness that you see from Steph Draymond does so much of the back end work uh and you know obviously sure. Steph is the guy who follows it all the right through and gets all the love but Draymond is the guy it, I guarantee you if you watch any sort of highlight mix of Steph you, you know watch Steph but just watch the, the amount of time leading up to you know Steph getting the ball uh, mm-hmm. slash getting open for a shot I guarantee you Draymond is there somewhere screening someone you know from behind touch passes um, touch passes you know finding him he's the one probably most of the time finding him yeah. uh, in the corner you know doing the dribble handoffs whatever it may be um, like those two guys just have I think un- in terms of chemistry one of the greatest uh, and most kind of Uh, sort of unique uh, ways of playing with each other Uh, because it's not it's not just the pick and roll it's not just like uh, the the way that they find each other and move without the ball and know where each other are going to be and then obviously you know you throw Clay in there and and Kevin Durant for a few seasons that's that's even better but that's the backbone so I'm I'm with you. I think he's way more important than anyone will ever give him credit for. Because a lot of stuff he does, just we don't have stats to measure it. But (laughs) you see it now. Like they have struggled and not looked at all like the same team. Like the second he went down, um, you know they they've had some good wins for sure. But uh, it's it's they've not been the same. And if this is going to be a lingering thing. Um, I, I don't think the Warriors are are, are going to beat anybody um, you know anyone of significance you know sure. I'm sure, sure they'll get through the you know the first round um, and but you know as soon as they come up against you know a Suns um, or you know even even like a Jazz team or you know a, a, anyone else you know out West um, uh, you know especially with this Nuggets team who is apparently getting Porter back sooner than we thought like yep, March uh, there's it's it's going to be tough if you don't have Draymond Green like because uh, this is not the same Warriors team that that we used to see, you know. B- there's no Sean Livingston. There's no Andrew Bogut. There's no young Harrison Barnes who you know was perfect in his role. Like, mm-hmm. the, and there's no young Andre Iguodala anymore. Like, when when you look at this 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 group surrounding Steph, um, it's kind of flashbacks to the to the down season after KD left, like the, yeah. the season where it's like, oh, we're well, we, a lot we, of those guys no are one. still there. Well, exactly. It's it's basically the same group. So I think we, with you know Steph's heroics and you know Draymond being sort of back to the uh, dominant player he was. You know both of those things happening earlier in the season with the Clay comeback. I think we all kind of forgot that this actually isn't that that good of a team uh, when you're missing uh, any of those three main guys. And and you saw that tonight. Like uh, it's. uh i i think we were right kind of beginning of the season when everyone was you know riding the bandwagon everyone was riding the high like we were like calm down a little bit we we gotta wait and see because this this is not like uh what you would call like a solid 100 percent championship roster no, um no. unless you've got all those three guys you know those those three pillars of the organization all firing on uh, at, at once yeah uh yeah. so you know we'll, we'll see if they can do that hopefully draymond can get back soon but um, yeah, i not not too surprised that they lost this one. Honestly, just by the the players they put out on the floor. Mm-hmm. Obviously, surprised that they blew the lead, but it, it's tough. Steph's got to do a lot of work out there by himself.
0: Yeah, well, and, and again, on the other side of it, you know, shout out to the Mavericks being able to stick in it. I, I mm-hmm. think that you know, we we kind of again we talked about this actually before that Kristaps trade even went down. We said, is the are the Mavericks better with just Luca, no Kristaps, and just letting Luca do his yep. thing? And so far, it seemed like it uh yeah. luca seems a little bit happier that you know he's getting the bulk of touches there's probably not a lot of uh you know barking from jason kidd to be like hey man we got to get christophe's touches or he's going to be freaking yeah. out at us in the locker room or mark cuban's going to be pissed because his stock's going down as european big men uh yeah. <laughs> so i i i think that that uh you know right now this is exactly where they want to be um uh, just groom luca and build him up get his crazy stats out there and then eventually people are going to be like you know what uh, you know, so there's going to be a star that hits free agency. That's going to be like, you know, what I want to win now, but I want to like kind of find something. James Harden, are...
1: man, when James Harden gets pissed off, maybe, yeah, gonna... yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, him and Luca would be an absolute train would be wreck. Weirdest,
1: yeah, wouldn't no work. Way.
0: But yeah, it's a you know, uh, you know we'll, we'll we'll see you know who ends up actually being the one that steps up to play with Luca uh, eventually. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's it really is like Luca. It's getting eerie the the similarities yeah. between him and LeBron's uh, career arcs. Even LeBron spoke to it. Uh, yeah, you know that they they've had very similar uh, you know play styles and the way things have been going. So uh, you know, shout out to to Luca and the Mavericks, and uh, you know we'll we'll keep watching them because you know they're, they're right now they're still fighting in that five spot. Uh, they're probably not going to be able to catch the Jazz at four. Uh, There's still about three games behind them uh, as of recording this. Uh, yeah, so so we'll end up seeing what they what they do there. Um, but you know when when playoffs roll around, I mean they're they're going to be a tough out for sure uh but you know i i don't think anyone's going to really be taking the mavericks as a as any kind of a threat in the uh the yeah. west because i mean they just don't have that depth uh yeah and then but just, we'll see
1: luca goes off man he, hey, he does, like
0: anything's possible well, with him. yeah uh yeah. the uh another team that we again we don't really we haven't talked about in quite some time uh i know we you know we briefly mentioned them but uh, you know the Boston Celtics have slowly been one of the best teams in uh, since January, since twenty twenty two came into full swing. And uh, you know the, the Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown tandem, uh, they've been absolute fire together. Uh, obviously, you know, bit of an uncharacteristic loss last night to the, the Pacers. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the uh, curse. It's the yeah the big dog. Uh, it, it's it's it slowly yeah slowly rearing its ugly head back. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see if this is a situation that needs to be monitored again. Uh, but yes, the, uh, you know, the, the, the Celtics taking the loss, uh, Trey Talburton, great game, uh, yep. looking like a steal, man, the Celtics, nobody wants them to be good unless you're from Boston. Nobody wants them yes. to be good. Nobody no one wants no, no, no. the Celtics to be good. I know I sure as hell don't. Um, but you got to go, you know, show your respects. Uh, yep. they, they have been amazing in, uh, in the year, uh, all in all, like uh, they've really been rising up the standings. Currently there's six in the, uh, the East. And uh, they're not very far back, you know, from cracking into that upper echelon. You know, they're one game behind Milwaukee, uh, one and a half behind Cleveland. But uh, so, you know, yep. they, they could potentially keep riding this hot streak out and get their way into a, uh, you know, a, a top four seed, potentially. Yep. And, you know, get, get a home court advantage, which nobody wants to, you know, play – uh, play in the garden, uh, no. or the, uh, the, the or whatever it is TD, right? Yeah, TD TD yeah, garden. But still, yeah, TD garden. I was gonna TD say, garden, I said yeah. the garden. I was like, hopefully nobody gets that 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 the confused. TD as
1: in Toronto Dominion. Remember that, Boston <laughs> yes, fans? Yeah, okay, that's yes. what that says. It's our it's our Dominion. So don't don't fuck with me. Okay. Uh,
0: and then uh, yeah, eight, eight and two in their last ten, uh, which really you know, speaks pretty pretty great volumes of uh, you know what yep. the Celtics are doing right now. But I've seen people say you know title contenders. Um, and you know, I've I wanted that to, too. I wanted to get your take on this Jordan. Cause I'm definitely not like I, I'm big on them and I think that, you know, they could win a playoff series, like maybe upset one of those, uh, you know, top four teams, but man, I, I definitely don't think that, uh, they're, they're going to be, you know, making any kind of run to the finals unless they really just take someone by surprise.
1: Yeah. I think they in my mind now, occupy the spot that I think you had the Knicks in at the beginning of the season, sure, where yeah. if all things go right, you can see them upsetting someone and getting to the conference finals. And, you know, to give them credit, maybe losing a tough conference final series, I could see that happening. But I would be absolutely shocked if they actually got out of the East, like if they were the best team in the East when it's all said and done. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be very shocked just because... Yeah, they've 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 made the tweak. They've got Derek White. They've had this incredible defense now for a few months. Like mm-hmm. the, this, the the best defense in the NBA. I think I'm not sure where they're at. I know they were closing the gap. Uh, I think Golden State still won. Let me see here. What are they defense already? Yeah, they're second. So so they're not quite there. But you know, if you just take their last uh you know however many games it's it's been since they've went on this run. They're they're by far the number one defense in the league. They've yeah. just been gobbling people up like on the in, in interior and uh, you know on the perimeter. They've just been so good. Um, and Derek White's helped that. He's injected a lot of energy. He's been kind of the perfect guy. You know, you send Schroeder away too, I think that that really helps your uh sort of outlook. Hey Pete, um, Pete especially as a defensive team. Slim
0: Shady's out there. He's he's
1: working <laughs> for true. them. It's true. And, uh, you know, they, they've just got a lot of, uh, you know, sort of quietly uh, over the course of the season, uh, sort of capped off with that Derek White trade. Like they've, they've got just a pretty deep team, I think, yep. deeper than a lot of other teams in the East uh, of players who can come in and, and know their role, which has been kind of a problem with the Celtics. Like they've kind of just been missing this, this sort of. A couple guys, uh, you know, when you go back throughout these these past few years, but they they've got Robert Williams coming along now, you know, really holding down the paint in there. um, And, you know, Tatum and Brown still doing their 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 thing. And they've been healthy most this year, which is, you know, a a really important thing for them, too. Mm -hmm. But um, like, I, I think. Their defense will obviously carry over into the playoffs. I think they're going to be a really tough out, especially because you've got the, those two scorers uh, who can make your life hell. Um, and, you know, also Marcus Smart, shout out to him. I'm not the biggest fan, but he's really sort of taken it upon himself to become that "Quote unquote traditional point guard, yep. uh, who who we keep saying you know the, the Celtics need the Celtics need, and you know if you can just make one of your guys into that without having to give anything up or you know you know stress about who you're going to trade to get that guy, that's obviously the best way to go. And he's been really good with you know setting guys up, being the table setter. Um, he he doesn't." He doesn't need to always be that guy who you know shoots eight threes a game or you know yeah. d- decides at, at the end of a close game that he's going to be the one to take it home. And I think he's been better at kind of dialing that back. So um, all all things have kind of come together for them uh, the, these past couple months, um, and and they're they're playing really well. I I would be definitely I like seeing how dominant their defense has been. I'd be really scared to to face them in the playoffs, no matter which team you are. But I just don't think they have an answer for someone like Embiid, for someone like Giannis mm-hmm. or for someone like KD. Like if if those if if you're facing Milwaukee, Brooklyn or Philly, I don't you know at full strength, I don't see the 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 Celtics winning, but anyone else like I could see them beating the Heat, although I I think a Heat Celtics series would be fucking insane just because of, you know, the defenders that the Heat have. Yeah. Uh but that'd be a that'd be a fun rematch series um the Eastern Conference Finals back in the bubble. Um, and I think you know Boston wants revenge. Uh, you know I, th- I think they they feel as a team. You know Jason Tatum came out and said he, he he was really frustrated. He thought that they could have beat that that Heat team that mm-hmm. bubble year. Um, and uh, you know it was a close series. So there's. There's a lot of different outcomes I can see, but I, I, I'm i leaning more towards kind of, um, you know, at this point, depending on the matchup shakeout, like a deeper playoff run um, versus like a quick exit for the Celtics because th- that defense is just going to be so hard to deal with in yeah. the playoffs. Yeah,
0: well, and I mean, the personnel is very, very different uh, from these teams. But I think right now, as it currently stands, you know, with the top four teams in the East, if the Celtics get matched up in the first round against the Cleveland Cavaliers, I will cry because they'll beat them
1: they oh, will beat the I Cads. think they'll kill him. Uh and yeah, that, I think and that's not will not even be close.
0: Yeah, and it's not just because of, you know, skill obviously, but the you no. know, it's such a young team, almost pretty much pretty much no playoff experience at all from any of the guys on the on the Cavs. Yeah. Uh Whereas the Celtics some of those guys again we said have been to the conference finals uh yeah. in their young careers. Uh, yeah. I I just think it would be a recipe for disaster. Uh and yeah. then not only would you know as we said, you know, it's not easy to play in Boston. Uh, let alone no. the playoffs. So I think that the, those young guys, like the pressure would really have to turn to the diamonds in the in Cleveland, uh to and if they got that win over the Celtics, that'd be fucking crazy, crazy. Like that would make the season even more nuts for them. Uh, yes. I just I, I if I would take the, if you went to Vegas Sportsbook or something, you know, you would probably you probably hit pretty hard, uh hard money if you uh took the the Celtics to upset the Cavs. I guarantee you well,
1: 100% but like who who would you pick uh Celtics Bulls series right now if they play Ooh
0: and again kind of like very different one is so offensive oriented the other is all defense oriented and I mean yeah. they they always say defense wins championships like and I really don't want to pick against DeBo uh yeah. unfortunately but like it, it it would be tough like we I think that a big thing too is you know we it, if the Bulls are fully healthy I go Bulls but you know, yeah. if they, cause you I know, think it, it'd be
1: tough though. I, I, yeah. I'm tempted to pick the Celtics, uh, but it's, it's tough. I think it would be a really close series. Yeah.
0: I, I think Williams would probably have a, he'd have a tough time guarding Vucevic down low. Uh, yeah. but you know what? I think Jalen Brown, uh, DeMar DeRozan, like going toe to toe, like that would be oh, a pretty good, be... would be a good neutralizer. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, if you're going to find someone like that, that's thing again, like Jalen Brown, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Uh, yeah. and, and that he's very like he's he's got great size and length and obviously tatum as well like again like who is like lonzo would be struggling to guard either of them uh yeah like once yeah. they actually got into the paint like lonzo's a, a an amazing defender and again we don't really know how healthy he'll end up being come playoff time or anything yeah right? we'll, we'll see but then that's kind of why i wanted to you know give it a second but it, it's going to be interesting to see how everything shakes out there because again yeah there's a lot of the there's only a very like maybe one or two teams that I think the Celtics like have no shot against really. Uh, yeah. So again, I mean, if you're in Boston, like I would be, I'd be starting to get as I said before some of these other teams like start getting a little bit cocky. Not like you yeah. know, don't don't start like saying you know, don't roll up the banners yet. Don't start buying your finals tickets yet. Uh, but yeah. you know, start you know talking a little bit of shit because uh, I think that the the boys are about to back it up.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they they're they're peaking I think at the right time. Let's see if they can ride this out you know the rest of the way and see how. How high they can get in the standings, like like you were talking about, it's so jumbled up. Like the the top of the East is still for almost anyone to grab. Like the Heat are just barely holding on to it. The Bulls are right behind them. Then there's a bit more separation uh-huh. when you get to you know the Sixers, Cavs, Bucks, and then the Celtics. But like any any if anyone goes down or you know shuts it down early or something, you know in terms of injuries, you know any any anything can happen. So I I, I think we're going to be sort of, you know, biting our nails in terms of what the playoff matchups, you know, exactly will be in the east like right up till maybe the final fucking day of the season. Like it's going to be things are going to be, you know, switching around. It's going to continue to be all jumbled up. Um and uh, you know, it's like, like we talked about, I think in the last pod the the matchups that we're going to see in the, in the East are just going to be out of this world. Like yeah. it's, oh, yeah. it's so much fun, almost no matter how you slice it. Like, you know, the, the Cavs. I can't wait to see who they get. Um, because like we're talking about with Boston, depending on the matchup, I could see them, you know, getting, getting shellacked uh, yeah. in the first round, even though they've had such a good season, but you know, if they get the right matchup, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if they can, you know, win their first round series. And, and uh, you know, see how far they can get, and you know that's we obviously talked about. You know, seven, the the Sixers and Nets, and uh, Heat versus the Bulls, and all these other you mm-hmm. know amazing matchups that we'll see. So, I'm 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 excited to see where the Celtics ultimately fall, but they're they're looking like honestly like with with the way Tatum and Brown have been scoring and these other guys chipping in and this incredible team defense, I think they're they're looking like they've reached their full potential for sure. Um, yeah, and it's yeah. it's scary. I don't think it's quite championship level, but um, that's, you know, that's, that's not a bad thing. Like no, you, no, you, no. You, you, I don't think anyone thought they were a threat to actually win the title this year, but the fact that, you know, I can see them now, you know, squarely, you know, in the, in, in the conference finals, if things break, right. I think that would be a really successful season for them. So, sure. you know, good for them for, for getting everything together. Cause it was, it was looking like a pretty rough start to the yeah. year. Oh these yeah. Guys.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but, and to close out the, uh, the podcast today, uh, you know, we're talking about, uh, a team that's, uh, Kind of had an inverse run uh, as the Celtics peak. They've kind of fallen, which has not been uh, great for them. Uh, nope. The Toronto Raptors starting to really kind of struggle. But in my opinion, and uh, this might actually, I might have a little bit of an extra side piece coming out on this. Uh, potentially, I don't know. Maybe I won't be. You got uh, a side piece? And, Savannah? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hey, hey, come on, man. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, uh, you, get, you're up. getting me in trouble, man. Uh, but the, the Toronto Raptors, since OGN and OB's gone down uh, again, I mean for the billionth fucking time. Uh like the guy <laughs> like I'm gonna start calling him the brittle boy an Obi. Like I don't I don't know, uh, never never n- oh.
1: Brittle boy an obi, I uh, like or, it. Or, or yeah.
0: OG never healthy. I don't know. Uh <laughs> it's it's just like and I love OG. Like I think like again, last year I was kinda like well while Pascal struggled, I was like, you know, OG could if he needs to be the number one scorer, could develop another number one score, but yep. I, he it is one thing after another. The guy can't catch a goddamn break. Like I it's know, nothing he's doing obviously the, yeah. and this one's a, a finger fracture, which is very knickknack, like I've had hand injuries. they're annoying. you can't really do anything to help them, uh yeah. except for like just sit off and like just kind of rest like it's yeah and and the worst part is that he didn't really know it was injured, and then he played through it, so now it's worse, and he's going to be able to leave even longer but this, the the raptors are just really, really missed him uh yeah and, yeah. and he's just both on both ends of the floor they they really relied on him, i mean, they back to back ugly losses uh once yes. and and again. Same as what we were talking about the Lakers, two teams that are trying to catch them. I uh, know a little bit more of a gap for them at least. They've got a bit more, uh, a bit more of a head start in the that playoff race. But they're going up against the uh, as of recording this again on the Monday. Uh, they're going up against the Nets tonight. Uh, Kevin Durant is not going to be playing, so they're gonna no. they're gonna luck out on that. Probably maybe the last game he's missing uh, before his return. Um, and
1: Kyrie shouldn't be able to play in either instance, right? Like yeah, if this is in Brooklyn. Yeah, and, yeah or so and, and
0: he couldn't play in Toronto either right right, way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but when you look at uh, you know that that game they had against the Hornets, that was the worst they played all year. uh it was was ugly. That was uh, there was nothing good you could say about that performance. The Hornets, except for
1: Scotty Barnes, twenty eight points, but otherwise no. uh,
0: But even then, it's like I always hate that because it's a hollow performance. You know, like it's good because it's it's good because it's your rookie. Like he's showing that you know when even when they're down, he's not discouraged. You know, he's going to still you know keep playing. Uh, but back to back losses of uh, over 20 points, almost back to back 30 point losses, very close yep. uh, to being that. And, and, and usually they play pretty well on a back to back actually this year. Uh, yep, and they, and yep. then because the schedule makers don't give a shit about Toronto, I swear to God they just slot them in with whatever's left. They give them the scraps yeah. every year. They've got <laughs> t- they've got two more back to backs to close out the last 20 games of their season. That's bullshit. Yeah, that's, that's uh, three back to backs in the la- yeah, that, That's ridiculous. Um, but you know we'll see how it ends up going hopefully by the playoffs OG is going to be healthy but uh you know at this point they're probably not going to be able to catch the Celtics uh for the, to mm, yeah, get to get tough. out of it they're going to be in that play in tournament uh and if they have to fucking play the nets in the play-in tournament know. That, and when they're fully I healthy it, it, oh my god or even the
1: hawks like the, the hawks they just got shellacked or by, like that's gonna or be the tough.
0: hornets that they just got yeah. shellacked by again like those yeah. are the two guys so i i'm i'm really I, if you're a raptors fan you got to be a little bit worried about how this is going to affect you long term because you know as as great as siakam and van vliet have been all year it's oh crazy nick nurse it's almost like you can't play these guys 40 minutes a game because they're going <laughs> to be burnt out and people can game plan around them like they're very yeah. versatile players but if every team comes in and they know that okay these are their only five guys we even need to worry about you only need the yeah. kind of like the spark notes on
1: yeah. uh the
0: the other guys what's even the point what is yeah. the point like you
1: you have you kind of coached yourself into a corner well, and you, I think that's exactly what you're seeing. These guys, uh, kind of, uh, especially the, the, the first game against the Hornets, like being like, Oh shit, we actually have to, you know, come back. Uh, our all-star break, uh, is done now. Like, I think those guys just wanted some more rest. I yeah. don't think they were quite ready to play. And you saw that like, um, and it's tough to come out of the all-star break and immediately have a back to back against two teams who would really like to beat you. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I I just think they were just begging for some more rest, like especially Siakam and Van Vliet, like, and especially uh, you know Siakam's got a little bit fresher legs because he missed part of you know the first part of the year, but Fred Van Vliet is just you know he's he's uh, like there's so many heavy minute games that he's had to yeah. play like I I bet you in terms of like total miles ran like throughout the season he'd be probably number one or up there and you know oh, top yeah, five sure. in the league for sure. um, you know he and and he loves the game I'm not I, I'm not saying he's necessarily mad about it but I uh, you know as Raptors fans we want to see him get some rest and you know Nick Nurse has finally been forced to play Malachi Flynn a little bit more hopefully you know he can you know malachi i i know you listen as well like do some things you know i don't even care if it's like a fluke but you know trick nick nurse into <sighs> thinking he can trust you so work, Fred work your way out, out the
0: doghouse that you somehow it, got yourself into
1: yes i know like and he can like i i i think uh, like he's shown enough to you know sure, to, yeah yeah to demonstrate you know he can be a, a difference maker you know on defense and and you know running the pick and roll shooting the ball like i, I think we're going to need him come playoff time like mm. fred van vliet needs a backup there's literally of, yeah. nobody yeah. else you can say you know scotty barnes can play the point but uh and you know si- siakam obviously brings the ball up sometimes and gary trent but, but that doesn't even divide like a, your minutes you know exactly it's uh, it, it doesn't really you, you still need more guys off your bench and, and there there's no other cavalry coming so Nick nurse you better you know figure it out now because um yeah once once the playoff come you you know once they're in a tough series um and and like you're saying you it, it's true it's easy to game plan against someone and when you've got someone really locked in on you and you're tired uh you you just you, it, it's it's so easy to sort of be deflated in terms of like your energy and, and you know what, what you bring to the game. And I don't want to see that. I, Cause I, I saw that with DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry for so many years where they were the only ones who could really do anything. Uh, the, the other teams kind of locked in on their strengths and then they just had these God awful playoff performances and everyone ripped them. And I don't want to see that happen to Van Vliet and Siakam. Yeah. Um, I, I want, I want to see these guys, you know, succeed as much as possible. And, um, uh, it, it, it's tough. It is tough when you, you know, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt coming right off the, you know, all-star break. Everyone's kind of, you know, still in relaxed mode. I'm sure they just stepped off the plane from, you know, the beach, wherever they are, and you, you know, threw their shoes on and 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 went to, you know, play these two back-to-back games. But they, they've got to be able to turn it around here. They, they should beat this Nets team tonight because, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, if you don't should, have Kyrie... Yeah. Um, or KD or Ben Simmons, you know, uh, they, I, I think they're favored to win it and, and they should win it. But uh, it, it's tough. We, we talked about that that lineup, that, that five-man lineup that they play. You know, as soon as one of them goes down, everything yeah. gets a little shaky at the leg. You know, you it got Ken Birch down. out there trying his best. But uh, yeah, it's the, the, the sort of success that the Raptors have seen. It's very, very brittle. Um, and it does, you know, it does kind of rely on those five guys that Nick Nurse you know rightfully so trusts as a lineup but sure. you you've you've got to play the long game nick yeah. um and you know sort of get other guys in there get boucher in there get Thaddeus young some more minutes and um you know hopefully by when the playoff comes uh, you know, then you can get your 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 eight man rotation or whatever it is going, but you you got to have healthy guys to do it. So yeah. you know, don't fuck around too much, Nick.
0: Well, and you got to help us out because I'm sick of seeing the Raptors Twitter. Uh, we've talked about how brutal and how toxic that is. Uh, people are such yes. fucking crybabies. Like I'm seeing guys on on Twitter crying. Oh, they should never let let go of Paul Watson. They should never have let go <laughs> Gary Payton. It's like really, man. You think Nick Nurse would play them?
1: No, like people, no. like
0: O'Shea, O'Shea Set, the Canadian boy, he hit uh, six threes last night. And they're saying, oh, you shouldn't let go of O'Shea. It's like, okay, man, if you want to give him money uh, as like a 26 year old <laughs> guy who's going to give you eight minutes a game, whatever, fine. Yeah. If you think that that makes sense in your brain, yeah, pay uh, out of
1: your own pocket.
0: Yeah, it's, it, people, people are just fucking nuts um, once they start going, like they lose a couple games, they start losing their minds. Um, I know. But I mean, one of the things that people are saying that I definitely am on the side with, though, Kim Burr shouldn't be starting, it should be a Chua. I'm, and I've said it publicly yes. on here multiple times. I'm not a big Achua guy, but why yeah. Why would you not start the guy who's about seven or eight years, six years maybe uh, younger uh, yeah. and playing better? Like, yeah. I, again, I know Nick likes his veteran guys, likes to have the guys he trusts, but if you're getting more output from a dude of the same size with more verticality, like, I, I don't know, like, you can still play Birch as many minutes as you want, but I think yeah. Achua for the development, like, this this year is all gravy. That's what people are kind of getting lost in as well. Like, nobody, Expected the Raptors to like even like they thought maybe no. ten like ten or nine seed like the at, at best like we were at a point where we were, you know in the top five like I mean it's uh we we yeah. we need to kind of take for granted what we are and you know keep yeah. developing these guys but again this is the issue is that we're playing these like. The same five guys there's development yeah. happening for them but then everyone else is just sitting on the bench and they're going to be disgruntled I wouldn't be surprised if guys like Malachi Flynn's dad's going to keep going on Facebook and trying to get him traded yeah. like I, <laughs> I'm getting uh, a little bit fr- like I've, I've said this a couple times like my frustration level is building and building and building and as it does every year I'm sure it's going to end up in me blowing up in the playoffs when uh, you know <laughs> I, something goes wrong
1: yeah yeah well and I mean you don't even need to if you don't want to play Birch or Chua. like you have uh Thad Young now like keep Siakam at the center you know roll a bit of a smaller lineup like I just don't think Ken Birch is falling into the Aaron Baines trap of just you know kind of being out there and running around not really doing anything and not being involved so when he finally does get the ball it's just he doesn't know what to do with it like he's just not contributing and I just need uh, like uh, I need Precious and I need uh, you know Kem uh, and all their other big guys. We got to start rebounding the ball better like yeah. we're getting sh- like destroyed on the boards every single night. And if nothing else like you don't need to score, like Kem Birch doesn't need to score, Chua doesn't need to score. No one's really expecting them to go off, but if you could just rebound the ball, um you know, send it out on the outlet, you know, start some fast breaks, you know, d- d- contribute in those kind of small ways that you know the traditional center, you know the the small things that they do, that's all we need from those guys. For sure. And if they're not doing that, um then there's literally not even much point having them out there cuz no, they're no. they're not really contributing that much offensively. Um and you know defensively they got they got their you know limitations as well. So um it's it's tough the the whole you know center situation with the Raptors that I really wanted them to figure out at the deadline obviously didn't come to be but no, yeah. you know you're you're going all in on this kind of you know 6869 small ball uh, sort of uh you know way of playing, you know, lean into that at least if, if if that's what you're gonna, you know, put all your stock into. Um and you know obviously when OG comes back, that's gonna fix a lot of the issues. But um it's it's you know I think it starts from that kind of shaky center position that that uh I, I think Nick Nurse is having a hard time figuring out what to do with but uh you know I, I think we we can get back on track here against the Nets, um, and you know move on, move forward, keep playing the the guys off your bench. Whether that's uh, whether it is Flynn or you know get Boucher in there a little bit more. I know mm-hmm. he's frustrating. I know Nick Nurse is uh, you know pulls his hair out a lot of times because uh, you know he's still got his things that he needs to learn, but uh, I just, I just want to see more, more players. I want Banton, you know, give him more minutes. Like uh, I I think as much as the Raptors probably can't catch the Celtics, it's going to be tough for them to fall completely out of the play in mix too. Like, I I don't think they're that that's kind of in the cards for them. I don't think there's anyone, um, you know, below the, uh, the teams we're talking about, whether that's Atlanta or Charlotte, who's really fighting to get back up in the mix. I think these 10 teams are going to be the 10 teams that we see, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it, going forward into the plan. So uh, I, I think just experiment a little bit more and, and keep these fucking guys healthy. I just want a healthy, uh, you know, Van Vliet, Siakam, um, you know, and Barnes and Trent. Like, I just I just need these guys healthy so I can see what we can do in the playoffs because sure. I think we can be kind of scary. But um, it's, yeah, it's, it's what we've been saying. It's all about the long game for Nick. Um, he's turning into mini Thibodeau over there and he, he's got to chill.
0: Yeah, chill. 100%. Uh well everybody thanks for chilling with us on another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk Twitter Instagram Facebook whatever. More to come soon. Uh, YouTube is uh, underway. The the construction yep. is ready. Uh you know uh, uh when it's released. Got my TBD. Hard hat on. Yeah but uh you know we'll, we'll, maybe maybe YouTube will come on when OG Three comes back uh yeah. maybe maybe we'll see uh I don't want to give me don't want to make you guys any empty promises but uh again at big dog ball talk give us a follow and uh, you know get all these extra takes and everything that we have live um and uh you know again your guys support's been amazing so shout us out on your social media Instagram Twitter Facebook whatever you know uh you know follow us and then shout us out actually should be the process uh or just yeah. tweet out yes. us questions answers we want we want to get your Are takes. you
1: angry? Are you angry at our content? Like yeah. t- tell tell me.
0: Are we are we spat? I, I We're having a spat I think. A quarrel, <laughs> even, uh, yeah. with our listeners. Uh, maybe we should come up with a name for the listeners. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll brainstorm that too. Tell us what, yeah. Tell us what you, th- what you guys would like to be called. Uh, Big Dog
1: Ballers. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll see what they come up with. Uh, but uh, a, a, again, uh, make sure you're downloading us uh, as well while you're uh, you're listening. Uh, it helps us out a lot. Uh, you know, for growth and for reach uh when yep. we, as we rise up the the ranks of the podcasting world and yes. uh again thank you guys so much for staying in here and staying tuned in to big dog ball talk with matt eichhorn and jordan Fliegel. and as my friend jordan always says
1: uh it's it's almost spring matt this is the last day of winter in my mind okay we got nice. march okay. tomorrow Mm-hmm. March Madness, Ooh, uh, oh yeah. which uh, I'm super excited about this year. Um, but but this is it. Uh, the, yep. the snow will all be melted by tomorrow morning. Uh, you can mark that down. If you live in Toronto, I'm sure a lot of our listeners don't even have snow. We're gonna Fuck get,
0: you. We're gonna get yeah. flooded if that's the case.
1: Yeah, it's true. But uh, no, seriously, it's the, the the winter's over. It's the spring. Okay, what what Wyerton will he say? Is he dead? Also, Wyerton will he die?
0: Yeah, he's got a body double.
1: Oh man. But there were OG ones.
0: He's, he's, he's dead. He's he's dead as he's dead as a doorknob, man.
1: It hurts. And I think I've even used this saying before. Uh, because or something to do we, with we spring, talked about a groundhog, but that's once. how much I want it, man. That, that that's that's how much I want it. Uh, I I I've got some, uh, you know. Uh, it's been a long, hard winter for for I think a lot of people, but uh, you know the, the sun is coming. I look outside, Matt, at like yeah. seven p.m. now, six or seven. It's still light out. It's yep. insane.
0: It's Un- beautiful. Unpopular opinion. I fucking hate spring. Uh I wish hey, that some, of, but it's only because of the. Uh, winter. not on the same page. I, yet. I understand why. Like uh like I like winter more than spring because spring is just wet and gross and it's never good. Like I like summer a lot. Like summer's number one, obviously. But but the weird thing is, yeah. I like one of my favorite seasons too. I love early fall when it's just like a, like sweater weather. You could wear like a. UD. Are you a
1: teenage girl, Matt? What are you? What's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, I, I do like it a pumpkin little bit.
0: Spice no, it's a little sweet for me. I did have one with like yeah, a, that is sweet. some kind of like an oat milk thing from Starbucks once. That was not bad. It was pretty good. Brown sugar, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I am okay, nice. I do like myself some pumpkin here, here and there. Uh, but yeah, maybe actually, Jordan, we should do that. We should go uh, pumpkin patch together. We'll pick out some. Uh, some nice ones we'll carve uh, the logo i think that would be very hard uh but we'll, we'll, yes. we'll try it out we'll, we'll try and get a big dog uh, pumpkin patch going can't wait
1: can't wait